0: Good morning and happy Friday. Today is Friday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time, February 7th, 2020. We are, uh, we've moved on, on the first reading to the book of Sirach. Uh, it all ties back to what we've heard all week and last week uh, about King David. The responsorial psalm is from Psalm 18, verses 31, 47, 15, 51. Hallelujah from Luke 8, 15, and the gospel uh, is the sad story of my beloved John the Baptist, Mark chapter 6, 14 through 29. So the first reading, like I said, ties back to King David. Uh, Sirach, when I first read this, I had the thought that this is like uh, the telling of a saint's life uh, through the Catholic Church. Uh, This is, uh, you know, probably... 17, 1800 years after King David lived, um, a wise man and scholar that lived in Jerusalem was writing the book of Sirach and doing it kind of as a cate, catechetical, there's the right word, book for the Jewish people of the day. And uh, this section, chapter 47, verses 2 through 11, reads almost like, you know, my kids have the the life of the saints and you get to read about St. Francis of Assisi and uh he's probably a bad example because everyone tends to point out uh the rough part of the front part of his life. Um but Saint Teresa of Sue and and as you read about them it's it's all the highlights and uh the lowlights may be mentioned like, oh she suffered greatly but love Christ through it and uh, got the stigmata, but, uh, you know, was became a mystic and all this. So that's what we hear about King David today. Um, just the first line kind of sets it off. Like the choice fat of the sacred offerings, so was David in Israel. He made sport of lions as though they were kids and of bears like lambs of the flock. As a youth, he slew the giant and wiped out the people's disgrace. When his hand let fly the slingstone that crushed the pride of Goliath, since he called upon the Most High God who gave him strength to his right arm to defeat the skilled warrior and raise up the might of his people. Um, it goes on to, to talk about how he would sing the praise of the Most High God um, and and he put singers in front of the, t- uh, well, at that point it would be a tent, right, not a temple, um, to sing the praises of God, day and night, and through the different seasons. Um, it's a it's a fun ending, potentially. I haven't read t- uh, tomorrow or Monday's readings uh, to the story of David that we've gotten through these first four weeks of ordinary time. This could be potentially a nice bookend to that story. Going on to the responsorial psalm, blessed be God, my salvation. Again, this is a great um, chorus of David's, um, blessed be God, my salvation. You know, I can, I can see him standing on top of the hill, looking down at the Philistine army and, uh, asking and praying to Yahweh, uh, Lord, be with my, be with your people today. Bring them victory. Blessed be God, my salvation. And almost that being the, the battle cry. Blessed be God, my salvation. Um, just, again, I, I just got done reading a book uh, that is a fictional narrative that keeps true to the Bible timeline. And it talks about David and his men. And the, the book I read was the early part of David coming of age and right before he becomes king and talks about him as a warrior. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so, you know, that's where that picture comes from. The Alleluia is blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield the harvest through perseverance. Um, I don't know offhand, but I'd be willing to say that this is pretty close to the the parable of the sower that we had not a while back. How about that? So Luke chapter eight, verses four through eight is the parable of the sower. And we have Luke chapter eight, verse 15. So same, uh, so yeah, so the parable of the sower explains, right? Uh, Christ tells the parable to the crowd about the seed that fell on the path and the rocky ground, the among thorns and then in good soil. And then he came back with his disciples to explain to them what that meant. And that Alleluia verse was uh, from the very end of that explanation. So blessed are they who have kept the word with a generous heart and yield a harvest through perseverance. Um, amen. You know, that and well done, my good and faithful servant, is what we'd all like to hear at the end of our lives. The gospel, uh, like I said, Mark chapter 6, verses 14 through 29. Uh, this is the story of King Herod and the demise of John the Baptist. So, King Herod had arrested John the Baptist uh, and Herod's wife, Herodias. Uh, did not like John the Baptist because John the Baptist kept saying that their marriage was invalid because Herodias was Herod's brother's wife previously. I assume Herod's brother passed away or was killed. Um, It doesn't really say. Uh, But Herod and Herodias' daughter comes in, dances for Herod and his crowd. Uh, He was so impressed that... Uh, he says to her, ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. Uh, I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. So you can imagine that this is probably a young girl, probably seven to ten, I would guess. She has no idea what she wants. <laughs> I know my seven-year-old girl doesn't. Um, so she goes to her mom and says, what should I ask for? And the mom says, the head of John the Baptist on the platter. You can have half of a kingdom. Uh, I guess you're already married to the king, so what's mine is yours. But uh, she asks to get rid of, to her, that pesky little guy that keeps saying what I'm doing is wrong. And how violent, both in word and action, does that play out in our life? If we try to live an upstanding and moral life, how often are we met with violence or uh, just flat being ignored, uh, left out, but blessed are those who are persecuted for my name. And so John the Baptist uh, obviously lived that to the fullest. Um, Herod, regretfully, he said the king was deeply distressed but went and told the executioner and and presented John the Baptist's head to Herodias on a silver platter and the great first prophet of, or last prophet, I guess, um, meets his end. John the Baptist is my confirmation saint. So, I try to take a lesson from him and, uh, repent and believe in the gospel and, and go and make disciples of all nations. So, I hope you guys have a great day. Um, Hopefully, this is a blessing to you. And may God watch over and protect you and your family as you go about your day. And remember, your war cry for the day Blessed be God, my salvation! Peace.